0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Begging Broadcast, episode number 247.
1: I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul.
0: We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways.
1: The first being The Week in Geek, bring you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out February 4th, 2015. I took oh, a pause there.
0: You did, and I thought it was my turn to go. I
1: always put the year in, but I, I took a pause a little longer than normal.
0: Threw me off. Threw keep me off. on my game. And then we follow it up with our weekly rotating main topic, and as we've done for the past, like, four years now, it's time for the annual Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Paul. Hmm. I hear you. (laughs) Super Bowl. We pit Marvel against DC, and we uh, have four quarters of goodness. We talk about the comics, the characters, the licensing and media, and the creators. And whoever... uh, wins each of those four quarters, hey, they are the Super Bowl champion. And I don't think they get rings, but can can we look into that? Can we get our ring people on that?
1: Oh, well, we could. Uh, what we can do is just ship them back all the plastic Green Lantern rings we no longer want. Ooh, that's if D C wins. We should get well, those no, because we should Marvel get those can rings
0: have them with too. those whistles it goes um, Are we are we going to be doing a halftime show where we talk about the uh
1: Katy Perry's that awesome uh, performance? Oh,
0: yeah, the trailer set
1: debuted? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs>
0: Look forward to halftime, guys. Mmm, halftime. Yeah, they,
1: they debuted. They totally debuted during the Super Bowl. Not online. Not
0: online like a week before. No, definitely but not. This year. The board Super Bowl is brought to you by Barrel-Aged Beers.
1: Mm. See, we have
0: a sponsor, but not really, because we mm-hmm. give them money to drink their beers on our show.
1: Yes, we do. And uh, uh, this is one of our favorite Barrel-Aged Beers, one of the first ones that I've had. Mother um, of All Storms was the first, first one, one we yeah. had. But it was one of the first ones that I had. The KBS. I don't think so. Well, uh, I'm gonna say nay, one of the first ones that I loved then okay, I don't allow that
0: i i, I think that's a good one that's a solid statement.
1: I, I feel like I've had like fifteen or twenty of them now, so therefore <laughs> <laughs> anything in the upper ten percent any uh, any of the first ten is still one of the first ones that I've ever had well i went for, uh, when I went to Michigan mm-hmm. uh, hey hey uh I bought four or three four packs mm Mm-hmm. And I brought it home. We we split it three ways, and uh, we drank them all together. Except for now, we we with... paid you for. Oh yeah, yeah, the... yeah, Let's not let's not say that John's a generous soul here. Uh, I am going to point <laughs> out uh, Bourbon County here. <laughs> yes. What I spent twenty five dollars on a four pack, and he had one, and he said, "This is shit," and I don't want anymore. I said, "Here, have three some. three years from now. Hopefully, it'll be good." But I gave Chris a bottle to drink on his own to take. Hey-oh. And uh, we have one left to age one more year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, nice. it gets good.
0: <laughs> so we're start, we're starting off with the Founders KBS, and this is actually from 2013. We decided. I'm pretty sure. Doing doing the math, counting the fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, I really like the 2013. Being like, I actually did the math when I was at the brewery the other day. I live closer to Founders than john the apartment is to paul's house <laughs> okay that's just gross Yeah, oh, think man. about that because like i was like I if we live this...
1: where you lived we would just do our podcast at founders <laughs> we would never leave founders
0: because i was thinking about i was like it's really close i was like how how close is it and then i like googled it and i was like that's not very far at all and i was like how close did we live to paul and i was like wow that's farther away
1: and we're really oh, close we live really close yeah. to paul we're like I would say, what, 20 city blocks, maybe? No?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know how big a city block it's is.
1: Not, it's not a mile. It's not a mile. It's not a mile. I don't know. It's we can easily walk it in under 15 minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad walk. It's not a bad walk. Mm-hmm. I've done but, it. But this done is it not too. a bad
0: beer. And I luckily was able to get to Founders and actually get this on tap. Mm. Because last week they had a... Uh, cellar raid where they went through and had a bunch of limited release beers on tap each night they had something different and the one night we went they actually had the 2014 version of kbs and the 2013 as well so i felt particularly blessed to have this before actually getting to drink it on the show again um i gotta say i really like the 13 the uh, Fourteen still good, very smooth, but you don't get that nice sweetness off of it.
1: There is like a little kind of a sweeter, almost like raisiny kind of flavor I'm getting, like kind of on the back of my tongue.
0: Hmm. Yeah, which I I really like. It just adds a little bit more pop to it. Like it not has that the fourteen's wasn't good, but it's just it's really smooth. And this you is don't get the alcohol bite.
1: There's no alcohol bite uh, for like eleven point two percent beer, but also the barrel kind of gone. You really don't get the barrel taste anymore. It's just more of that bourbon. I got it on the back end, just a little bit of that oak, and then uh, no up front. It's that nice, rich, coffee, dark stout that you want, and it does have that warm. I do have that warm sensation. It's not an alcohol berm, but it is a warm. It's outfueling. a warming beer. Yeah. So you you know it's you know it's a big boy from that or uh, man I what was, Last year, I was really in love with uh, a Middle Ages brew, and I don't really like them. The uh, Winter Wizard or the Wizard Druid Fluid? No, that's Oh, yeah, that's I know good. what you're talking about. But yeah, But the, the, uh, their Winter, Winter Warmer, warmer they beer, had. yeah, and I think it was like Wizard's Warmer. And I really like that, and that, for whatever reason, this mouthfeel is reminding me of that.
0: No. I'll say, um, when we went to Founders, like that place is always packed, so we had to sit out on the patio the one night. And, I mean, it's still winter, so it's still really cold, but they have fireplaces and, like, heating towers that you can sit under. And we had this the next day sitting at the bar, but this is something I would have wanted if I had to sit outside, just that nice warmth from it.
1: And uh, we were lucky enough to get uh, a local bar having the CBS, which is the Canadian breakfast out, which we've all just recently had as well. Um
0: I had that at the same cellar raid the day before, and I was like, ooh, this is really good. And then I saw the poster on the wall, and I took a picture and sent it to John, being like, look at all these beers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad it worked out that I had it, and then you guys got it yeah. the next week recently, just randomly. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's their Canadian whiskey and maple barrel uh, breakfast stout, which is really good. I, I really like it. got a nice, sweet. Right on the right in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, Paul and I sat holding our goblets, yeah. trying to warm it up. Because once it started getting warmer, everything started opening up so much more. It was yeah, the woo- sweetness fell away, and then you could get that nice stout flavor. Yeah. Because right up front, man, that the sweetness was just masking everything when it was cold.
0: Well, so, the, so you guys had it at another like local brew pub type place. Were you able to taste the? maple in it? Because I definitely got that having it at mm. Founders. I
1: don't think, I mean, the sweetness was definitely mm-hmm. coming from the maple, but I didn't get like a maple in my mouth kind yeah. of a flavor. Because
0: mm-hmm. okay. I definitely tasted the maple and then you did have the sweetness. But it wasn't too syrupy. And when I say syrupy, I don't mean like, not like maple syrup, but mm-hmm. just that gaggy sweet that uh, some beers might have. Just I, because they're like, hey, let's sweeten it up.
1: I just asked my girlfriend who's in the room, friend of the show, Caitlin, Hi. uh, if she was able to taste the, the maple. And she looked at me like, yeah, I, of course I did. And she mm. said it's delicious. Interesting. But she's yeah, this, only yes. going to do voices tonight she's, on the show, she's John. not talking on the show. Stop trying to make she's, her talk. She's no Lexi. Lexi likes to be on mic. Caitlin, she, nope. There's a mic right there. She oh, could oh be. you totally could be on mic right there.
0: All over, all over the place.
1: Paul um, and I shared your bud once. We can I will share your bud with you. Do we
0: do we want to rank the KBS thirteen versus the CBS? KBS
1: hmm. thirteen wins hands down. I, I, I think the sweetness just <laughs> ironically soured me on that beer. Uh, oh I, I, I just had CBS right before coming over here. Mm-hmm. And I think I would go I like CBS. I think I would go CBS better, and Caitlin agrees. See, uh, I that's like why the, I'm on this side of the room.
0: <laughs> I like the KBS 13 no. more than the CBS, but I like the CBS more than the more recent version of the. KBS than the 14. To have there too, yeah.
1: I don't um, like this. Is the, this KBS is good, but it's like it's just hints of those original flavors. You get a little bit of that vanilla, and that oak is very light on the back of your tongue if you get it with every sip. It's nice. It's just nice and smooth. I think it's very rounded. The stout just really stands out now. That's what I'm really enjoying, where, you know, maybe if I had the CBS just poured for me and it was already warm, it wasn't, you know, super chilled, and I could just enjoy the stout of it, maybe I would enjoy it more. But, man, like just that sickening kind of sweet overly sweet quality to it. It was just like, ah, you know?
0: Yeah. It might've been something just like how they were serving it versus like how the brewery, I loved it when
1: it warmed up, when it yeah, warmed up and opened up,
0: it was so much better because you
1: know, when I was first drinking it, I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is going to be hard to drink this glass of because it's like, it was good, but I would only want like uh, a fourth, four ounce thimbleful. Yeah, four me like with the creme brulee. Beer. like mm-hmm. all I want is a sip, but aged that for two years, I want to drink a whole uh, bottle.
0: Uh, one of, I can't remember the name of it. It was one of the other beers I had at Founders last week. It was a wheat wine that had been aged in barrels. Ooh, that is honestly what the Southern Tier creme brulee wishes it could be. It was <laughs> it was sweet, but it had that nice caramel taste to it, like nice burnt vanilla. It, but it wasn't just sickingly sweet. Like I was able to drink a whole snifter of it and then be like, yeah, I, I want more. Yeah, give me another one. I got. I need to look up the name of it because I'm blanking out. Um, and I asked if it was something that you know they were gonna be brewing again, and the bartender was just like, no, they only brewed it one time. Like, we we just had it sitting around. And they were like, hey, let's let's bring it up. That's
1: super good though. Speaking of bringing things up, though, Paul. You got some news? I Hey-o. do have some news. Uh, and let's go that's right... That's how in. you segue. That is how you segue. Very nicely done. Until you brought up that you segued. That's, no, that's the rule of segueing. Segwaying, which brought us right into talking about the segue instead of what we were segueing into. So you were great at segueing into a segue. Segwaying? Yeah. You seguined into oh, yeah. a segue. Uh, news. Uh, news. Elysian was bought out by this year's Super Bowl champs Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> that was a brewery that just really got onto our radars, and we were really enjoying a mm-hmm. lot of the different beers that we were getting from them.
0: And yeah, well, you just know, over like the past two years, like if I saw something from them, I would try it because
1: the Glow IPA you loved, Day- oh, uh, the IPA. Cappuccino yeah. Milk Stout, mm-hmm. the, uh, the double shot, yeah, yeah.
0: Super. Uh, the super Fuzz blood orange like ipa um, that was really good
1: uh i i enjoyed the peppercorn um saison uh also let's not forget the best cinnamon beer i've ever had <laughs> dark, yes uh, dark of dark the, of the moon. moon so good one of the one of my favorite beers now and I
0: feel like I needed to try that again. oh, it's so good i when I had it was just cinnamon it's cinnamon, yes, yes, space. that's
1: what we liked about and it, and you
0: could actually swallow it. It
1: was amazing. <laughs> it was cinnamon all in your mouth, and you could swallow it, and it was delicious and good and uh now they're owned by uh Mbev Budweiser and the the owner of uh Elysian said this is the best thing that could happen to us. We'll be you know if this puts in a lot of money into the brewery. Uh, we can get out there, do a lot more things that we want to do, and hopefully, you know. Budweiser and Bev hasn't, you know, ruined Goose Island. They haven't ruined. I, who else do they own? Don't they own Blue Point? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't remember. I mean, Wait, they they own they, a it's lot. It's
0: either them mm-hmm. or.
1: They own Bodingtons. They Bush. own Beck's. Yeah. They own.
0: Paul posted an article over on the Board Facebook that was actually. like Yeah. Interesting, and I can't remember because it was kind of talking about like the five stages of like craft beer grief. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, of but, you know, yeah, anger. I can't believe this happened. Yeah, it was from Market Watch, and uh, it's over on our Facebook page if you want to read the article. And they go into the whole uh, the whys and what for's of uh, why InBev is looking into buying these craft beer markets, you know, craft breweries, and hopefully leaving them alone because they realize. This
0: is where the profits will be in the future. And I, and I they are, they, actually. There's not. something
1: to fuss over. Yeah.
0: I hope it just, nothing changes at the brewery. Like, I hope they just keep doing what they want to do. Because I just looked at my tap and I've had six beers from them, and all of them are rated at, like, 3.5 or above.
1: Yeah. No, Even
0: I, the the cinnamon one, the Dark of the Moon, like... <laughs> I think I put it, like, there because, well, it does what it says. Like, it's... It's a cinnamon, it's a cinnamon pumpkin beer. It's cinnamon. all cinnamon. But, so, like, solid, solid brewery. And if this is what it takes for them to, like, increase their footprint so you can find them easier, they can do more experimental stuff, like, It it might be okay. Like, as long as they're not doing, you know, like day glow light now in (laughs) color changing cans like oh okay like i'm not gonna write them off especially because until i read that article i had forgotten that blue point was bought out by someone else and toasted lager is still one of my favorite beers oh yeah Mm -hmm.
1: toasted lager solid solid beer I'm sorry, I was trying to read the article real quick again to see where I read. Because I read like three different articles about uh, the buy-ups of these small breweries and everything, so I forget which one's in which.
0: Uh, Well, it's okay, okay, because I won't forget which actress is going to be playing Belle in the upcoming (laughs) live-action Beauty and the Beast movie. Uh, And it's going to be Emma Watson, which I'm really excited to have Hermione playing one of my favorite disney princesses it's she's just, she's my like bell whoa
1: whoa john it's not right to get a guided boner missile while your girlfriend's in the room she's in the room that's why i said <laughs> it <laughs> she walked out to talk to your wife and i was like this is my time to this be is, a perv <laughs> this is your time to put the key into the ignition open up the slot door and then just press the uh launch button on the yeah that's a lot bell. that's a lot to do <laughs> and i just like she's my bell yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works.
0: That's, that's a process that you have to go through. I'm looking mentally. forward to this probably a little bit more than the uh, the Cinderella movie that's coming out, because I was never a Cinderella fan. But. And,
1: and it it doesn't look that good.
0: I don't know. It has uh, Rob Stark playing Prince Charming, so... You know, worst case scenario, at least we'll see one person get their head cut off.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I always enjoyed Cinderella, because... uh Who? A, Cinderella, right? <laughs> uh, because it's about a guy that spends all night with a woman and can't recognize her again. He, he must have been a foot guy, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why she made the glass slippers so they could see him better. Um, They're swished in there. Mm.
0: I'm sure if you were like fantasy, like fairy tale royalty. You would just have nothing to do besides just getting completely blotted out all day. <laughs> so, when you're like, do you put on shoes? It doesn't <laughs> seem that weird for people, because they're like...
1: Yeah, can mm. you put on pants, sir? <laughs>
0: that mouse became a horse. Okay. <laughs> sure it did. Let's get you to bed, sir. I don't know. Uh, this movie's being made for me, and I applaud Disney for this choice
1: yeah no i would too uh the only thing that would make it better is originally it was supposed to be guillermo del Toro's beauty Ooh. and the beast and i don't think he's attached to it anymore because that beast would be freaking awesome looking yeah he and he's the one of the people that first started the rumor he said that he wanted emma watson to be his beauty mm-hmm. and there would be a hedge maze yeah that would be totally creepy yeah that's why she couldn't escape, because she wouldn't know the way out of the hedge maze. Yeah. yeah. There'd be a guy with the he, eyes in his hands. He, mm-hmm. Totally Klamotor,
0: lab. He's an idea, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Visual, man. It's probably it a bomb that's, you know, just sitting there that didn't explode ever. Mm, yes. Mm. mm. And Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Well, that's the Devil's Backbone. Was That was the bomb reference. Oh. Wasn't that... I thought that was in uh, Pan's Labyrinth. No. Devil's mm-hmm. Backbone. That's okay.
0: Well, don't let uh, Emma Watson distract you because we have some other casting news, and this is all tied to the upcoming Netflix, aka Jessica Jones, Ooh. show that's going to be out sometime. Is it this year, or is it officially next year? Now
1: they haven't said. So uh, I
0: didn't know if there was any more about that. Because I think it just
1: depends. I think it just depends on how soon they can get production rolling and get it out there. I mean Daredevil Daredevil moved pretty quickly. You know, it yeah, might she... have taken about eight months, but I mean they did thirteen one hour episodes, no commercial breaks, just you know straight up hours. Thirteen one hour episodes. Um what I think is funny is how this is AKA AKA Jessica Jones. And with some of the other casting that they have in here, I kinda have like it's almost like a heroes for hire. Like it might be putting her and some of the other actresses that have been cast maybe together in a female Heroes for Hire.
0: Well, I mean, that would make sense because what we have with Jessica Jones uh, being played by Kristen Ritter, who was announced a couple weeks ago, is an ex-vigilante, and now she's going to be having uh, Patsy Walker, better known as Marvel Hero Hellcat, appearing, played by Rachel Taylor, who is an actress from Things.
1: I haven't seen. She's been in things.
0: Um, Also joining the cast is Carrie Ann Moss, who you may know as Trinity from the Matrix trilogy. Mm. As a, uh, a you're so lascivious tonight,
1: Jan. What's up
0: with that? (laughs) What's up with that?
1: Mm. Mm. I I was thinking of her character Memento, and I just don't. She played such a good sleaze in that.
0: She was really sleazy, uh, but someone that's never sleazy and always classy, even when he's playing Barty Crouch Jr., is David Tennant, who's joining as Marvel villain Kilgrave, aka the Purple Man. Uh, so, is the Purple a Man the one clout to this?
1: Is the Purple Man the one that changes people's emotions? Yes. Okay. Jeepers. That is reaching deep into the stupid knowledge. <laughs> when was the last time? When was the last time Purple Man was a thing? Uh, an uh, alias, probably. <laughs> it's Sorry, a be- It's John? a Bendis thing. I said alias. Uh, that's
0: no, I, I think he was in. It was another Bendis one, but like Secret Invasion. Wait,
1: maybe Secret
0: Invasion. The one where everyone got broken out of the raft. I don't remember now.
1: Uh, the, uh, that was uh, Avengers. Uh, that's the first Avengers story that M- Brian Michael Bendis did. Breaking the uh, escape from the raft.
0: Do you think they break out? Thank you, 20 But uh, something that I'm looking forward to now. I mean, we'll yeah. getting Luke Cage in it as well.
1: And, I mean, David Tennant, like, when he plays a bad guy, is great when he has that intensity to him. So I'm looking forward to him playing a good bad guy, purple or not. Created by Stan Lee and Joey Orlando. Mmm. Mmm.
0: So, uh, also kind of on the Netflix... Uh, news front: We actually got our first look of Daredevil in action. We got a 15-second teaser trailer on uh, Tuesday, and then today, being Wednesday, we got a full like minute and a half long trailer for the upcoming Daredevil show starring Charlie Cox as Mister Matt Murdock. Did you guys have a chance to check it out yet?
1: Yeah, that 15-second s- trailer to like. I was so excited, and then it's just him, like, walking down a hallway, and then it's like, the things I do for my city. And then he jumps through a thing, and I was like, wow, well, that was really kind of disappointing. And then I was sitting at a table with uh, a friend of mine at work, and she just goes, that was, like, 15 seconds long. Because she just watched me. I said, uh, I can't talk to you right now. I have to watch this. <laughs> and then it was over, and I was like, okay. She's like, that was, like, 15 seconds long. It's like, it literally was 15 seconds mm-hmm. long. She was good uh, with her timing. She was. So that's why I don't even bother with those teaser for teaser trailers anymore, because, I don't know, it's just not interesting, because usually it's something like that, like, one thing happens, well, and it's... Here,
0: here's the thing, the teaser trailer let me know that the actual trailer yeah. was coming out today, so I was like, that's something I need to look for when I wake up today. It's so and I did, and it was there, just... from, like, a Dutch website. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the thing is, they could just tell you that the trailer's coming.
0: They did. They they just used
1: a 15-second teaser trailer to do it. I don't get it. You need a trailer
0: for the trailer, Paul. Uh, it's like you need a chaser for the, the You shot. need a
1: chaser for a chaser?
0: You gotta, you gotta drop the bourbon in the bourbon barrel aged <laughs> beer sometimes. Probably.
1: Oh, man, you gotta unravel everything. I
0: don't know. I'm looking forward to Daredevil. I was before, but I kind of like how they're going a little bit more street level with it. And there's that scene at the end of him just, like, laying in the gutter Mm -hmm. and, like, sitting up and, like, just, like, the blood kind of, like, trickling from his face. I was like, this is going to be a Down and Dirty series.
1: Down and Dirty Yeah, when he's, uh... Down and Dirty. Because,
0: as I said on Facebook this morning when I put this uh, trailer up there, I want people to explain how they feel about it without using the word gritty.
1: <laughs> I didn't think it was gritty. I thought it was
0: moody. Moody's a good one.
1: Uh, am I supposed to just use one word?
0: You, yeah, you could. You okay, could use a couple, I can but use as long more as it's than not one. Gritty.
1: As long as it's not gritty. Good. Uh, so yeah, there I go. I, I did it. Moody. Moody. It's a moody daredevil. Ooh. We three mics there picking up a lot of a lot of noise yeah. now.
0: All that, like, bottle noise. hmm But what else we got? Oh, jeez.
1: Um, we got Paul resetting levels real quick. That's what we got. <laughs> Throwing things off. Uh, what? Uh, some news that I thought was interesting is uh, Chris Pratt is going to be in this movie called Cowboy Viking Ninja. Is that it? A- it's Rumor or is it a trumer or is it true? I think it's and a, confirmed. I think it's a trumer because I think the article I read was It's him, not a
0: trumer, guys.
1: It is not That's, a trumer. Because I also I read an article recently saying that he was going to be the new Indiana Jones. That's where I was going with this Paul. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's being rumored to be the new Indiana Jones. Which, again, like these internet rumors just yeah. start up. Somebody could have just seen yeah. him in Jurassic Park and be like, I don't think he's playing Indiana Jones. We need to start more internet rumors to drive more
0: traffic. All all about hair color.
1: <laughs>
0: and people wearing wigs.
1: Yes. Uh, but I think he would be... A prop bet a lot of people lost during the halftime Super Bowl. I think he, if you're going to redo... If you're going to redo Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's not, you know, Ark of the Covenant and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's new, just new stories with Dr. Jones. I think he's a good choice, because he'd, he'd be able to do that bit of humor. He'd be able to do that action. He could carry it. See, I think uh, Chris Pratt—I'm sorry, I kind of zoned out, because I finally got a Roar from Katy Perry out of my head, like, today— from this, you know, watching it on the Super Bowl, and then when I mentioned the hair color and everything and the prop bet, it popped back in, and I was just kind of singing mm. it to myself. You were not just it's thinking okay. about that shark slapping himself in the face, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> Love Shark is awesome. <laughs> it's it's a really good song, so nobody blames you for that. Paul. Uh,
1: but what and I was, gonna, I,
0: I could kind of see him going this route too. We I mean, just based off of how we've seen him. Uh, I don't know if progress is the word, but it, as andy on parks and rec and then getting him as star lord and i don't know the name of the character that he's gonna be playing in jurassic park like he's kind of heading more into that territory where he's Mm -hmm. becoming a leading man
1: yeah and
0: indiana jones is the leadingest man of all
1: and he's already got a contract with uh disney but he's a leading man he's a leading straight man and Disney, does Disney own the rights to do Indiana Jones, though? Yeah. yeah.
0: They they okay. have all of Lucasfilms. All of, of Lucasfilms? Lucas. No?
1: Okay. I was unaware. Uh, but the thing is, the They Indiana Jones paid like
0: $7 billion. Is, they're they're going to get everything.
1: Is, is the straight man of this whole thing. Like, all the jokes happen around him. And it's him playing it straight that makes the comedy. And I think Andy from Parks and Recreation... Aka well, Chris Pratt, uh, kind of needs to be a little zany, kind of needs to be have that kind of fun and enjoying the moment like Star Lord. I think it'll be very interesting. Maybe Jurassic World will put him in a whole new light where he is just that straight man, and it'll work.
0: But I haven't. Which, which is what it. Not not to jump forward to the halftime show, but it does seem more that way.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, if anyone's seen him as Johnny Karate, I mean he's pretty intense right now on. Or should I say Jonathan Karate? Oh yeah. It's It's his brother. Twenty sixteen.
0: They're in the future. Yes. It is in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And a future TV show that I'm looking forward to is going to be over on TNT because it's Teen Titans. Go? No, no. Team Titans. Titans. Team Titans. Anime? No No. live Live action, action, Paul.
1: Oh, what? This is what you're going to really like, Paul. See, this, this is, is the, the beginning, beginning part is what you're really going to like.
0: hmm Nightwing. Okay, okay. I don't, want, I don't want to say any more because I don't know what you're hinting at that Paul's going to like.
1: Nightwing. Nightwing? Barbara Gordon. Hey, I bet. Hold on. Hold on. I was sitting down, but make, let me make sure that he's I'm got, really he's sitting room. down. He's, I got to make sure that I'm seriously sitting he's got. Before, he, I was slid just casual. He slid his chair back because he wanted to make sure he had One. room for his boner. <laughs> One. I was casually sitting. Now I'm ready to do business sitting. Business sitting, which is which, which is required. Which is exactly hearing. the same. And last week, the way, same way he was sitting, his elbow fell fell <laughs> off the table, and I try not to laugh for five minutes on the podcast. Uh, Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Nightwing. Barbara I'm with Go- you. Barbara Gordon S. Oracle. What? What? Elbow had to slip off the table for that one. And this is this is gonna get you. The only way this could get me if you now say, Animal Man. Well, no, Hawk and Dove. <laughs> Hawk and Dove. Oh, pretty good. You know who I like <laughs> more than Hawk and Dove? Cloak and Dagger. Cloak but, and Dagger. Yeah, but they're mar- they're Marvel. They're not gonna know, ship I know, over. I know. I know. Cloak but and the Dagger. Thing is, Hawk and Dove, really don't do it for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they're the worst choice. Uh You know, they're, for they're my team. The worst. For my team ups, it goes peanut butter and jelly. Cloak and Dagger. Everything else, hawking and Duff. Hawk and Duff. <laughs> bourbon and beer. bourbon and <laughs> I love that he had, like, two definite things, and then he's like, I I don't know any other pairs. Uh, I can't do ham and cheese. Couldn't do ham and cheese. Couldn't think of it. Couldn't yeah. do pizza and wings. Pizza and wings, it would be great. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome above. Everything else. That's still above. You're, you're listing them off. I don't know where I would organize those, though. Like where they would fall in that uh, the the power ranking the above I uh, oh. Yes, that's what I <laughs> just said. Everything else, all the other pairings, and I wouldn't just go ham and cheese. I would go ham and Swiss, a baby Swiss. Swiss is like Swiss. the worst of cheese. But, oh, is, sw- are no. you trying to say Swiss isn't a cheese? I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do ham and cheese. I would do ham and Swiss. No, no. I'm saying <laughs> I wouldn't just do cheese. I would. I would say the pairing. But the would cheese be is ham your choice. Yeah. But my parents. Same style of ham, dude. I'm, I'm not going to have crockish so, ham. Thank you. Thank you for telling me have... that it is my choice yeah. when I'm making my choice. I know, but you know, and don't to. I'm telling need... you my choice. We don't need to go into Why your can I not tell you the choice? We don't need your cheese preference. You, you wanted to pick apart my everything else, you kerfuffle. Now, now, now I want to <laughs> detail my choices on my list, and now you're giving me a hard time. Before, I didn't have enough specifics. Now that I put some specifics, you want to give me crap for that. Of course <laughs> I okay. do. Paul, that's our friendship.
2: <laughs> now, Paul, where would you rank mac and cheese?
1: Oh, mac and cheese is up there. It's up there. Give me the blue box, please. I love it. Ooh, I hate the blue box. No, it's what? a Doctor Who reference. Everybody loves the blue box. I don't like Kraft macaroni and cheese. So well, that, all right.
2: It's good with ketchup.
1: Ooh, Ew, I hate ketchup. It is, it is good with ketchup. Hot dogs and mustard. Yes. Go right up there, yeah. Chris. Any other characters to be
0: in this uh, Team Titans? Also appearing, Raven and Starfire. Hmm.
1: No cyborg.
0: All female no cyborg, team except but, for Nightwing. And but we have uh, to, we have to remember that cyborg Dove could be, will be a guy. appearing in the DC originally was movies.
1: Yes, that's well. The thing is, TV is a different universe. TV is a at different DC.
0: universe, but. The, They've already had him cast in the movies before this was even all announced, mm-hmm. like the yeah. show itself. So They probably had this, a list
1: of characters that they could choose from when they bought the rights to do this.
0: Hmm. But yeah, something something else to look forward to. And while they've said that Barbara Gordon is appearing in the show, she's basically everything Oracle except a name. So.
1: Oh, they're just calling her Barbara
0: Gordon? She's going to be Barbara Gordon.
1: Remember lot. when my elbow oh, slipped Barbara. off the table because I was so excited about Oracle? It, my elbow's back on the table now. I'm a little Plus, less that was excited. was phony. I know. Last week it was real. I don't know. Well, you, I wanted to give you what you wanted. I didn't want that. I didn't want it last week either, but
0: it was delicious, though. Okay. It was a delight. Do, do we have any more news?
1: No, we're 30 minutes in. We we have no more news.
0: We're 30 minutes in, so you know what that means.
1: Uh, another beer? another well, beer? I was
0: going to say it's time for a listener email. Oh, oh that's right.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, sh- do a dramatic reading of the listener email there, Chris. I'm, I'm not going
0: to do a dramatic reading. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Uh, here we go. It says, hey, guys, the podcast continues to grow on me like a fungus. Love it. I had a question. My wife and I are going to be traveling to Shenandoah, Virginia, and then to New York City in March. Would you all be able to recommend some regional beers to be looking for? Thanks for any suggestions. And also tell Paul, here in Dallas, we are really enjoying Coach Ruff. Glad you all freed him up. Go, Stars. Thanks, Jonathan. Uh, So, Jonathan, thank you very much for your email. And I'm about to let Paul cut loose a little bit for uh, the Lindsey Ruff comments. And go.
1: Okay, thank you, because I know John wants to look up things on his phone. So I'm going to fill up this time while John, the guy that actually will know about the regional beers, (laughs) figures things out.
0: Oh, yeah, Lindy Ruff. He said West Virginia?
1: Uh, Shenandoah, Virginia. Okay.
0: Uh, And then they'll be traveling up to New York City. Oh, I got New York City down. New York City's down Yeah, we we don't have to worry about that.
1: I I told Paul about a place last night, and he got a guided boner missile about it. Yes, I did. Uh, But Lindy Ruff, great coach. Uh, He was here in Buffalo way too long. Uh, Players just stopped listening to him. And also, I had a little bit of a problem during the last playoff run we had with uh, both Drury and Breer, because you could just tell that Breer was, did not care to listen to what Lindy Ruff had to say. When you have uh, Breer not scoring in the playoffs, uh, it's just amazing to me, because Lindy Ruff wanted to have him during the power play on the sideboards, just waiting to, not anywhere near the net, just to cycle the puck. He's one of the best scorers that we had on the team, and they don't have him going anywhere near the net. It is crazy. It's crazy. So look out for that uh, from Lindy Ruff. I think he gets a little too stubborn with his methods and doesn't allow his players to play up to their full potential. John. He's got a boner right now. My girlfriend's just saying, like, he's... She taps him. she's like, he's talking sports. like, telling me to tell him to stop it. (laughs) Like... I like talking about, especially well, hockey. hockey. It's the only real sport. It is a great <laughs> sport. Uh, one of the places you definitely need to go when you're in New York City is the Porterhouse Brew Pub. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that make one of our absolute favorite Irish stouts, and that is the Rassler Stout. Uh, that's definitely a place that you would have to go to. If you want a big punch, Punch yourself in the mouth with just smoky with smoke. <laughs> stout, just full-bodied flavor. You, you got to go to the Porterhouse, uh, all imported, right from Ireland. And they just what do they do? They just bring it over and cast like. I think they might actually brew them there. A lot. It's a brew pub mm-hmm. that is the okay. Porterhouse Brewery, so they have their staple beers on tap all the time. Uh, I, I you know I'm kind of hit or miss with six point. Brewery, but they're out of New York City. I think you got to check it out if you can get there because New York City is so huge. And here's the
0: thing like, if we can get Six Point in Buffalo, I feel like Mm -hmm. you should be able to find their stuff in New York City. And while they are hit or miss, at least they're kind of consistent.
1: You know what? If you like one of their beers,
0: you will find something else to enjoy from them as well.
1: I just would want to see the brewery itself because, you know, just from their graphic design on their labels and their cans and their merchandise Mm -hmm. i think they would have a really Really cool setup in place and if they don't it would be really depressing to me and i'm very sorry that i sent you there but you know what that's what you get for listening to paul
0: (laughs) so we'll say porterhouse six point and since you're looking for regional stuff i'm assuming you can probably find Oma gang and ithaca In southern New York. Uh, I'm calling it southern New York. Captain
1: Lawrence is outside of New York City. I think it's Uh, like 30 to 40 minutes. Their big bottle stuff is worth trying. Um, And then even a little farther out from New York City is... um, I'm blanking on the name now. Mm, What do they brew? It's a guy that used to brew at Ithaca. Oh! And he went He went to that... He started his own brew pub there. Yeah, well, I can't remember. Luckily, in Texas, he can get Southern Tier. Uh, he can... You know, I'm thinking for New York. I'm just at seekerbrew.com. Uh So, Lawrence, if you're wondering, like, if we're the, the, mi- missing anything, secretbrew.com. Just uh, type in, like, if there's a brewery that you're interested in. I wouldn't like, bother going to Brooklyn. No. Brooklyn Brewery. I I just have... Aside from their... um. What is it, the Green, not Green Monster, uh, their um, Barley the chocolate
0: Wine. chocolate
1: one? What was their Barley Wine called? I, oh, well, uh, no, I don't know. That but, uh, was good. That was the only thing I ever liked from Brooklyn. Well, he's in Virginia and also in New York. He can find Ithaca. And that is a beer that he won't be able to get in Texas. No, if you can find Flower Power at any place, go for it. Yep. Um, The places that are around Shenandoah um, are not anything that I have had. Um, How far is North Carolina from Shenandoah? Because then he could just go down and get Red Oak. He could get Red Oak. Get Red Oak. Um, Three Brothers Brewing Company uh, is one that's down there they have a bunch of stuff going on um shenandoah valley brewing company uh i looked at their tap list they seem to have you know kind of your run-of-the-mill kind of stuff um should be pretty good queen city brewing red beard brewing uh my favorite thing is just finding one of those places and going and checking it out oh bells you can get bells while he's there but that's you know out of Michigan, but. It's something that you um, can't get while well in Texas. And that's that's kind of the fun of things is when I went to do a brewery tour of Toronto, I end up finding Indie Ale House, which is a place that I absolutely love. It's probably one of my favorite favorite little brew pubs. And uh, the beer there is just great. Um, so, yeah,
0: so find, find something and, hey, let us know what you were able to find and we'll see if we can yeah, track it.
1: definitely. And also, Jonathan uh, – if if you want, send us your address, like any of our listeners, through email, and we will quickly send you...
2: One of Paul's Christmas cards?
1: No. <laughs> a Valentine's. A <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> sa- signed by us. You'll actually get two of them, one from Paul and myself, one from Chris, and uh, then we quickly delete and lose your address and never send you anything ever again. Until next uh, until year, next when, year you when you email it yeah. to us again. Because that is our privacy statement right there. and We I also will lose it and forget we'll it. it. We will lose it and forget it. Also, I believe Jonathan is our winner of uh, our movie bracket last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who will get to – we'll try to figure out a way for him to guest on the show because that was a thing for him to be on the show and do uh, yeah, next this year's pick with us. We already figured it out. It's called Skype.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm not there with you, John. You do realize that, right? I know, <laughs> but –
1: I wasn't sure how it would work with two people on you, Skype. And I think call. Yeah, I think you might have to pay. No. You don't need to pay for a conference call. I think all right. You did at one time. Well not not since Microsoft owned it. Okay. Thank you, Microsoft.
0: And thank you. Our next beer.
1: Mm. And this is also a two thousand thirteen Bourbon Age beers. This is Goose Islands, Bourbon County. Uh, when we have this fresh it's a monster way too much alcohol on this 14.2%
0: beer jeez I was just picking up the bottle as you said that and I was like yep that's (laughs) 14.2%
1: it's a wine at that point it's it's the same alcohol as a wine so be careful
0: after a
1: year we still didn't like it (laughs) really I like it Oh, no. Oh, this is... No, this is two years, though. This is two, we, yeah, this is two years. After a year, we still, like, just, still didn't like well, it. Well, we got this...
0: it now, came two out, years, it. came out
1: it. in November uh, 2013. Oh, okay. So we just didn't drink it for a whole year. Okay. So it's... Okay, so now... Okay. It's a year in... Because before the break, John said it was a two-year age beer, Right. He did. Yeah. Well okay. it's two thousand thirteen. We bought it in November. We bought <laughs> it in November twenty thirteen. What? what? <laughs> so what it would be two years in November of twenty fifteen. You're just Correct. changing your math. Is that the date? You're just changing your math now. That's all I'm saying. But, That's cool.
0: It Fine. says it says bottled on the twentieth of August twenty thirteen.
1: Okay. So a year and a half.
0: Now we half. like it. There is yeah, like I, no I really alcohol like to this. It, it was nice, one of those things. Like as I was taking my first sips, I was like, "How did I not like this before?" But this is it's all solid.
1: Yeah, it's a solid beer. It's a lighter stout flavor. It's sweeter than uh, the it's, KBS. It's almost like a toasted, like marshmallowy kind mm-hmm. of taste to it. Yeah, yeah, I get that on the aftertaste when you just that aftertaste. You know that. Yeah, it's just really what's good. left on the tongue is that roasted marshmallow. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's a sipping beer because – not because of the alcohol. The first time you have this, a fresh one, Mm -hmm. you're sipping it because of the alcohol. Now you're sipping it because you don't want it to go away. Mm -hmm. You want to savor every single sip.
0: Yeah. Very good. This is really good. So if you can find uh, Bourbon County uh, from Goose Island – don't drink it. Just
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: put it somewhere for two years well, and then drink it.
1: Sometimes you have to take out a loan because it's twenty five dollars. I think it's even. It was even more this year for a four pack. Yeah, but uh, that's an investment. And is, <laughs> it, is it is it is it paying dividends now? In flavor? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's delicious. Flavorance. It's delicious. Somebody got on mic. Yep. Somebody's on Friend mic. Friend of the show. Hey.
2: Hello.
1: Can
0: she hear? No.
1: No. Can't, I, she can't uh-oh. hear you. But if I put my head next to her, she can hear through my headphone.
0: Hi, Chris. Hey, Caitlin. I was well,
1: gonna say hi. It's not like you guys just had a big conversation <laughs> in the last fifteen minutes. No, well people don't know about that. We yeah, did. not we weren't
2: having a conversation. We don't
1: talk to each other unless we're actually recording the podcast. Everybody knows that. Oh. Yeah. That's how we keep it fresh. Yep. Keep it
0: fresh. And what just else? like is, new comic books. Oh, I was Com- going there too. God damn it, John. <laughs> I haven't had a segue
1: yet. Alright, segue it. Man, I don't want you guys to fight Amongst the Joe, shut up,
0: Paul. <laughs> Just like the comic books coming out February 4th, 2015. What are you looking forward to, Paul?
1: I was looking forward to your fight about this Amongst the Stars. <laughs> and uh, so that would be Star Wars number two, written by uh, Jason Aaron. Art by John Cassidy. How did you
0: like Issue 1? I haven't read it yet. Okay. (laughs) Don't (laughs) worry. We'll hear about it next week when we do our uh, monthly look-back. We'll
1: time travel. Time machine it. Time machine it. Oh,
0: man. Paul's going to be so excited when he finds out about the time machine actually in Star Wars number 1. You know what?
1: No, I'm excited about, uh, with Star Wars number 2, the actual first meeting between, the first face-to-face between Vader and Luke Skywalker. Face-to-face, not ship-to-ship. Ooh, and Chewbacca's there. I don't. He's on the cover, at he's least. He's on the cover, but I don't think it's he's... has gotta be Chewbacca. Uh, always Chewy. Always Chewy. Always record and always Chewy. John, what are you and looking always, forward to? Always let the Wookiee win. You mm-hmm. always let the Wookiee win. Uh, I'm looking forward to one of my favorite comic books uh, coming off of a brief hiatus, which is very nice that they take the time to let, let Fiona Staples <laughs> rest her hand, get ready to continue drawing and this is uh saga number 25 kim's comes out kim's kim's well, I was, kim's I was gonna, like came out because well, we're recording little, on little Wednesday. Fact, it's
0: also kim's favorite book
1: oh caitlin's too caitlin loves it i already read it she read it she read half of it uh before i had the chance to. time right? travel Kim. time travel
0: also it's been, what like three months since the last one well
1: uh, my my first nephew came out today February fourth.
0: Oh, that's very hey, that's very brave of him. You, was, you need to save this. I'm him so glad
1: like, that he right? came out today. He was born. This popped out of my sister's him. vagina. Oh, born.
2: He was cut out. He didn't pop.
0: He had a cesarean. So well, he didn't come out of her vagina. Yeah, the
1: birth of kings. Mm.
2: He ripped his way out like aliens
1: Oh jeez, this is getting horrible right now <laughs> Okay, so we don't let Caitlin on the show anymore After drinking really strong beer Okay, that's good We we know not to do that
0: <laughs> Hey, you, you don't know it Until you try it
1: Right, you never know
0: <laughs> uh, Did someone take her microphone away?
1: <laughs> uh, no, just the headphones Just the headphones, oh, yeah. the headphones. <laughs> She can't hear all the crap you're saying about her It's a fine <laughs>
0: So Chris, well, Chris, would... give her the headphones back so she can hear all the wonderful things I have to say about the next book I'm looking forward to, which is Ant Man number two from Nick Spencer and Ramon Rosanas. Hmm. Uh, number one is a book that we'll be talking about a little bit more next week with our monthly look back. A lot like Star Wars. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. Spoilers. And number two. I'm just looking forward to keeping up that same fun. Nice, same fun. Keep it up. Keep it up. I know this is this is the year of the Ant-Man. The year of the Ant-Man. Year of the Ant-Man, and I'm on board. If they could change the Chinese zodiac, I would hope my year would be the Ant-Man and not the dog. What, mm. what it,
1: February 21st, right? Is uh the Chinese New Year?
0: Somewhere yeah. around there.
1: So well, what, always ask these questions and why what, yeah. what is it? Why, why does he has he the computer in questions? front of him. He could look it up, but he asks us and he asks the listeners for them also to think about it. But nobody has the answer for him. February nineteenth. Because oh. they won't hear
0: this until he tomorrow. Ball,
1: I know. I'm trying to figure out what year. Oh, it's the year of the goat. Hmm. Yeah, the was uh, 2014 was pig. Year of the horse.
0: Horse. That eh, was close. The pig was 2007. I knew it had to be one of twelve.
1: The pig was 1983.
0: Because that's, no. Yes. The was pig it? Yeah, the boar. Was 1983. Man, I was I, born the year of the boar. I, th- I thought I knew a, I it. Was, the, uh, year wasn't I the, the dragon? Pig.
1: Pig. I, was,
2: I was the dragon. You weren't the dragon. Oh,
1: what's two? The the dog. That's the dog. The dog. That. You're loyal. You guys are loyal. I'm, loyal. I'm stubborn, bullheaded, and
0: easier, easy to anger. It's
1: true. Well, Super Bowl. Well, you,
0: know, <laughs> you know what else I'm loyal to? Uh, Our dramatic, dramatic readings. readings? Is Caitlin ready? Yeah.
2: No.
1: Well, yeah. do the intro thing for it. You know, give her I, some I time. I was making sure Write she was up.
0: ready before I did the intro. Well, you know,
1: let her.
2: It's not going to be great, so let's go.
0: No, it's, Should it's be great. great. You you could, she's <laughs> ready.
1: Critique <laughs> everyone else, uh, especially me, how their is, voices. How was
2: your first one, though?
0: First what? Your dramatic first reading?
2: ever dramatic
1: reading. It's really good. Oh, it was. I nailed amazing. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it... It broke the mold, and then it was something that we had to remake the mold for every single week since then. And now, a dramatic reading for an Ant-Man number Can one. King We gotta wait H- till he finishes. I'm not done!
2: I can't hear Chris!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you moved away from me! Alright. Oh, John. Breaking the mold! And the format. Go ahead, Chris. Zero days <laughs> without incident. And now, a dramatic reading from Ant-Man number one, page five, panel seven.
2: Kinkos? I had no idea. Then, if you want to, go back and do it again? They charge you for another print job, which means you got to refill your card.
0: That was a dramatic reading from Ant-Man number one, page five, panel seven.
1: From that traumatic reading, I can tell Caitlin does not like the book Ant-Man number one. <laughs>
0: or
2: the fact that my phone turned off its screen in the middle of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I really dig this Ant-Man book. Because he's such a schlub in his own title. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot of fun. But yeah. you know what? Some people like reading comic books. And some people like the sports matches.
1: And some people like the chocolate and peanut butter versions of having them both there
0: together which is why every year we do our annual super bowl
1: super bowl and we call it the super bowl because it annoys paul yes
0: <laughs> that's why we do the entire show <laughs> <laughs> and then he
1: edits it he edits it and puts it on the internet for us Who knows <laughs> why
0: that's all just sluts 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 slut. <laughs> But yeah, we do this every year. Uh, we take the big two, Marvel and DC, we pit them against each other in four quarters of just absolute madness where we go comics, characters, media, and creators. And whoever walks away from that gets the. We don't have a title for the trophy, but whatever the Vince Lombardi trophy would be for comic book excellence.
1: The Jack Kirby?
0: The the Jeff Johns or the Scott Snyder trophy.
1: <laughs> uh, we were a Jeff Johns podcast first, so it would have to be the Jeff Johns. The Jeff Johnsy. The, the coveted Jeff Johnsy. The Jeff Johnsy. It'll be great that we'll remember like next, next year to call it that. Mm-hmm. The Jeff Johnsy, uh, made out of Allonsie. Mm. Allonsie. Very clever, Paul. I know you were waiting for that accolade. I, I was waiting for the accolade, and also Chris to open his beer. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I figured
0: we got some talking ahead of us. I'm going to pop my next beer before we uh, so, take uh, a pause to talk about it.
1: Both Marvel and DC had uh, strong showings this year in the the media. Uh, one, very dominant in movies. One, didn't even show up.
0: Uh, The other one One. strong
1: in uh, the TV And the other one, uh, you know, kind of faltering, I I believe So, good, but not as good Uh, 2014 brought us uh, The Flash Over at DC Constantine Gotham uh, And and, a third season of Arrow And over at Marvel, it brought us another season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: And but Agent Carter, also Agent Carter, yeah.
1: Did it start
0: in January? It did, it did start. January. We're like five episodes. No, in it now. started
1: in December. Right. Yeah. Okay. During
0: the December hiatus. Okay. The mini. But also on the like you said before at the beginning on the movie front. We had nothing from DC, and over at Marvel, we had Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: The money-making Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm.
0: Both of those made our year-end lists in our annual look-back episode for 2014,
1: too. I have to say, Winter Soldier is probably one of the best comic book movies brought to film. It's right up there. Oh, yeah, I it's, would agree. Oh, yeah. It might uh, – surpa- uh, number one in my power rankings for the longest time, well, since it's been out, was, you know, Dark Knight. Yeah. And uh, now I think Captain America Winter Soldier, you know, just for the Robert Redford of it, <laughs> surpasses it alone. Uh, great. It's the same kind of thing. It's like a, it's a comic book movie that isn't a comic book movie first. It's a suspense it's, it's, thriller yeah, first. It's a thriller. And then it's with comic book characters. No. Because that's what comic books are now. I I would agree.
0: Uh, And and, then with Guardians of the Galaxy, you have just a madcap sci-fi adventure.
1: uh, Exactly. And the first comic book movie I bought since Dark Knight is what? Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Yeah. Not Winter Soldier. (laughs) I didn't buy Winter Soldier. Oh I I will I haven't though. Winter
0: Soldier so yet good. either, but that's because I paid to download it on Xbox Live. I think I because, I, I, own it, I could get it. A but week I know before, K-Ware so that's it. how we watched it.
1: And I, I'm going to put this out there, Man of Steel. Uh, whenever it comes up, like on HBO Go, mm-hmm. and I can just watch it anytime. I do. I I I just keep watching that movie. I keep enjoying mm-hmm. that movie. So I was I just recently said like. I guess I really like this movie. It's a good movie that you can keep going back to and watching. How is it on your new HD TV? It's good. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't isn't seeing things <laughs> crystal clear fun? Yep.
0: <laughs> but that's not part of this year's Super Bowl.
1: No, so no. It is from the record. But I'm just saying it's right. on so that what, list. Here's, so,
0: here's the thing. I, I'm going to need you guys to kind of win me over. And this is what I was talking about in the pre-show because Movies, well, yeah, Marvel wins. Mm -hmm. TV, it's a little bit more up in the air because I really like Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sorry.
1: oh, Mm
0: -hmm. Agent Carter, it's it's a good show. I like watching it. It it hasn't wowed me, though. Mm -hmm. But a show that really has wowed me is Flash and Arrow's... Still, really, really good. Like, I can't be surprised by that show anymore, because I've been getting three seasons of it. And each episode is one that I have to watch. Meanwhile, we have Gotham and Constantine, which I've kind of fallen off of. I stopped watching it, not because I didn't like it, but more because it was just something that's like, oh, I don't have the time. I can watch it whenever.
1: Uh, And Constantine's Constantine's something that I've stayed on. I like watching it week to week. Uh it's usually something that my girlfriend Caitlin and I sit and watch every Saturday or Sunday together. Gotham, uh I don't think either one of us could get into it.
2: Sorry, Chris, it was awful.
0: I, I see I, I like it. It's it's not great. It hasn't mm-hmm. like grabbed me the way that Agents of SHIELD has or even Agent Carter, because I just want to see where they decide to go with that. So it's more of like the curiosity than the actual like. But I would Paul, have you had a chance to watch any more of any of these?
1: Uh, I have seen more of Gotham. Still, I'm I'm actually with John and Caitlin over on that side of the table. Uh, just it, I'm watching it and it's like I lose interest in it during the episode because I'm like this. None of these characters are wowing me. They're reminding me. There's too many like looks into the camera with like solemn face. Like com- just like Moody. Yeah, just Moody always Gordon is just like got a face on him and he's just looking into the camera. And well, I'm like, he,
0: you know what? I That I just goes back to what I said before about like dishes Gordon's do. the least interesting character mm-hmm. on his own show.
1: And you know, Selena Kyle's kind of just annoying on the show because some, every once in a while she reminds me of like a uh, newsy from like the 1950s, <laughs> she's like talking to him, but, like almost like a newsie, and then all of a sudden she's like the streetwise punk kid that's you know of the modern day, and other times she's no a 1950s like gangster kind of character, and I'm like I don't get it. I, know. I'm i just I got dishes to do. I'm just going to empty the dishwasher instead. It can play in the background. I don't.
0: Yeah, and, and... did you? Did you catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or have you watched any of Agent Carter?
1: Uh, I haven't caught any Agent Car- Carter. I watched uh, the first four episodes of season two, and then I went back to, because when it hit Netflix again, I'm up to episode 12 now on season one.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I really like that Xena was on <laughs> the first three episodes yeah. of... I think the the first episode. Uh, she That's when she, her arm gets cut off and she dies. Uh, but I have to say, I think Flash is one of the best comic book shows out right now. I love it. I th- mm-hmm. It's the first thing as soon as it comes up to watch. Like, I want to watch it, I watch it.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't I wait to be home today to watch the new episode of Flash. And every one of them, that little, like, stinger that they have at the end, makes me just want the next one. <laughs> Especially this past week's with Grodd. Yeah.
1: Oh, so cool. Was Paul. Grodd cool? Did yeah. they show the monkey? In the yeah. shadows. Oh, uh, well. No, you still see him be badass. Wait,
2: they did that again this week?
1: That was on the end of this week. Oh, I missed that. You didn't watch it?
2: Well, no, I saw it, but...
1: You I didn't watch that. it to the end?
2: I don't know that extra special stuff. Even
1: you no, you just watch it end. all the way to the end. I do. You obviously okay. did not. So, okay, let's... Any is Other than movies and TVs, is there anything else in this quarter for licensing? Like uh, you know, there's there's the video game aspect. Disney Infinity 2.0 came out with what all of Marvel. There was a lot the, of
0: fun, but that's not something that makes me like be like, well, Marvel's great, DC sucks. And well, they
1: both got Lego games out. Yep, yeah, uh, Batman, Batman, Batman 3. Three above Out of This World or something like that. And yeah. then, uh, but no big Batman game this year because it got pushed back to 2015. So I have to say it it's like. Marvel scored a touchdown and DC put up a field goal. I say it's seven three. What, what? Oh
0: my! What does that mean, Paul? It's
1: Marvel. <laughs> they scores, all scored. Yeah, one of them got Six. seven points. Well, and it's with have, a field goal, you said a touchdown. Basically, a touchdown. one of them tried really hard. And one the got other Where's one the safety just coming, the Paul? Safety is a defensive play. Did anyone receive a touchback? Yes, probably. Okay. During the opening kickoff, I assume it ended in a touchback because Who
0: got the Madden turkey leg? <laughs> <laughs> is that still a thing?
1: Not really because Madden doesn't call games anymore. He's I hear retired. he's dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> he's still alive. He's still alive. You know he refused to fly anywhere. He drove everywhere in a bus. Yes, he didn't want. Yeah, and that's why he had the Madden bus. He sold me my paint once. Oh good, over at hardware. <laughs> mm-hmm. a-
0: Ace Hardware. Mm Mhm. Ace is a place where they help
1: hardware place. Yes. Yeah, tough acting to act do
0: um He'll put his name on anything. I think, I think he actually,
1: you know, I, I want to clear this up. He actually had to approve the first, I think, six versions of Madden Football.
0: Well, isn't that because they used him in like the recording to be like, "That was a good play." The quarterback knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, but he had, he said that it had for him for them to be able to use his likeness in it that he had to approve to make sure it was the most accurate football description in video games. So he actually, and then ever since then, he just kind of rubber-stamped it. I have to say, I think Marvel definitely hit with two big movies this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Captain America is a sequel. It it outshined what it previously you was? did not like the first Captain. America I wasn't America a fan movie. of the ca- first Captain America movie, and I think this that is a great movie. Sean hates America. And he, it's in my the Captain America two is in my top five mm-hmm. comic book f- movies. Guardians of the Galaxy also in there. Guardians of the Galaxy I knew going in I was going to be good, and that proved that. Mm-hmm. But I also think the licensing out with all the TV programming that they've done, the fact that I mean, even though we don't like it. Gotham is a huge success over at Fox. Constantine, I think, even though it didn't have the following that it should, I think they put out a great show that stays very close to the character and the storylines. Arrow continuing on to be a great show, but Flash being a standout, this is how it should be done capturing that character and the villains of the week are he, they're capturing those characters quite perfectly and I I kind of want to throw it to DC on this because I mean Ooh. I think the movies the movies yes mm-hmm. are gonna be good there' are a lot of planning going into those mm-hmm. but I think to be able to bring these shows to the small screen and have them a success and do them right, is a really hard thing to do okay yeah i i I, I can see what you're saying uh before i said you know marvel definitely scored a touchdown with their you know movies there's other blockbusters that gets a lot of people go see the movies or you know that's where the big bucks are i think they didn't do as well on the tv i think they've done really well by disney 2.0 i think a lot of kids are now you know, finding their favorite characters through that video game because it's a child-appropriate game. It's sometimes a person's first interaction with these characters is probably through that Disney Infinity, because they're putting out some really random characters. Um, not just, you know, Nova and Iron Fist are in it. Yeah, exactly. It's not just you know the big Iron yeah. the Avengers people. It's
0: I I pre-ordered the Yandu figure.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Yandu looks cool. Uh, so, I have to say that Marvel wins it, but over at DC, they did a lot of great things with their TV, they really showed up this quarter, I would say that if it was points in in the Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl, it'd be 7-6. I thought six. this was the Super Bowl. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, but I'm, if I was doing a point system, like it was an actual football game, I would say it was 7-7. It is, it's the Super Bowl. 7? Okay, so... Seven points for Marvel, six points for DC. They got into they. If they only had they got one the safety, no, they got scored two field goals. They did that thing when they put the knee down. That's a touchback. That
0: DC got the touchback, John. Hey, you're right. So they got he
1: hates us right now. He does
0: because I know so you guys know. I know you it's guys know. Us,
1: I know you guys know, and you're just playing right. dumb, and
0: it's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, so it's
1: uh, it's one. It, it, you're the tiebreaker here, Chris.
0: I'm the, I'm the tiebreaker, and you got and to hear
1: both of our sides on this.
0: Both both very good points. Um, I've been really enjoying the Disney Infinity 2.0 that I've played. Like I said at the start of this, uh, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, two of my all-time favorite Marvel movies. Like, they're just so well done, and they put those characters on the map for me.
1: And I, I just want to say, just not just to interrupt you for one second. Okay. Two hours, movies. The TV shows are. I mean, right now we've had thirteen hours of Flash.
0: Yeah. And that's that's what's tipping me towards the DC corner on this. Everything that's been going on with Flash, as much as I liked Constantine and I just fell off of it I'm excited for the chance to go back and catch up on everything that I missed because that's what I wanted that show to be and it delivered on it and my not watching it isn't a statement on my thoughts of the quality or content of that show like it was really good I I just I stopped watching it and then I haven't gone back since because for me to catch up I need to watch like six more episodes um and Arrow just consistently knocking it out of the park. Like a yeah. new episode air tonight, I can't wait to watch it tomorrow. No, like, I agree. It's so like everything with like Rachel ghoul and then it went away, and I was like, "Oh man!" Now I'm not going to know. And then we've got like Arsenal and Black Canary running around the city, like digging the hood. It's it's all good. Digging it's all the good. It's all. The hood. Yeah. You I heard I the have, rhyme I should have said that right at the beginning and I hate myself for not but I, I'm going to go DC on this one
1: good man so we're there we go we go DC with the licensing now let's go strictly to we, we get everything else outside of comic books let's go right to the sales of comic books let's go with distribution uh, for our next quarter Here we go. Um, I think I'm I'm going to start off and, you know, I've been kind of a failing comic book nerd. Uh, I I hardly buy comic books now. It's like once a month. And when I do, it's basically Marvel now. I I pick up very few DC books. uh, So I have to give this one straight up to Marvel just because out of my buying preference. I think they put a lot more interesting kind of indie-feeling books out With these characters, they're a lot of fun. They're just small stories that they're telling with these superheroes, and I I enjoy them more. I think Marvel is doing the things that we used to really love about DC with these smaller characters and telling these smaller stories and really having great character moments. And I would say that I am mainly buying Batman family books from dc right now that's basically yeah. all i'm buying that or it's or it's a scott snyder vertigo series <laughs> um but i am buying and reading more individual marvel books than i think i i have in in years and with that alone i'd have to say it's marvel
0: i'm i'm gonna agree to like I'm buying probably fifty-fifty Marvel and DC, but the books that I keep going back to and I'm buying consistently turn out to be the Marvel ones. Um, we do a fair amount of just like trial and error on the show for our monthly lookbacks, and the DC books that we pick up just to check out and read, I tend to not read more than that first issue that we pick up. DC though, or Marvel? I, I keep going back. I read more and more, and the books that I haven't been picking up, like Iron Fist or Miss Marvel, I wish I had, and I plan on going back and reading more of it, like, as soon as I can pick up those books on sale. So I I got to give it to Marvel over on this side, too. All right. I Spoilers. I'm looking forward to every issue of Ant-Man that's coming out as long as <laughs> Nick Spencer's on that book. Like, I never uh, thought I'd be buying, let this, alone reading, an Ant-Man book.
1: Is this the first Nick Spencer book that you've really been picking up? Because I've heard it, great things about the uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, which was it also is
0: because Nick Spencer. Because when, well, when that was coming out, I was reading Superior Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I liked it. But at that point, I was like, uh, I'm not gonna just be buying like a ton of stuff that I don't have an interest in. Like the books that I put down my money for mm-hmm. are this the stuff that I want to pick up because it's something new and exciting or it's that old standby like Batman or Green Lantern. You know, the books that I have always read and I probably will continue to read no matter what. So The Superior Foes of Spider Man, a Spider Man spin off book Focus on people that aren't Spider-Man who won't be Spider-Man in a couple months. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't hit me, but now I'm like, man, this is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, uh, I would strongly suggest maybe uh, waiting to your birthday for me to pick you up the first couple of trades over the Superior Spouse <laughs> of Spider-Man.
0: I I, I may uh, <laughs> I may be looking forward to that, and for that to be our. Uh, trading policy for that month.
1: <laughs> it's one of those books that I keep seeing it, and I, I've heard good things mm-hmm. about it. But then I look at the characters in it, and I'm like, "Oh man, what well, shocker!" But and, yeah, but they have, also have you know those it? are the characters in that book, and they kind of poke fun. Yeah, you know? no, I know. It's just, but it's just one of those things that it's those Spider-Man villains that, like, the Boomerang guy. Like, it's just like they're just Captain the. Boomerang? S- s- no, oh, just boomerang It's like just like boomerang. <laughs> is purple man in there? Mm, <laughs> maybe. Call back. Hey. Uh hey. let's also call back to something Chris said. Uh halftime. 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 Uh some great trailers were premiered on the internet and then shown during the Super Bowl. Uh what trailers did really catch your eyes? Uh I watch the Super Bowl, but I watch the game, not the trailers. So, uh, I I know I put up a post before the game saying, "Hey, make sure you guys look out for these trailers coming out," and I yeah, missed them all.
0: Yeah, that, that's okay because the one that I was actually most looking forward to wasn't the one that I was like, "Oh man, like I need to see that movie." Because the one that really struck me was a movie that. I was looking forward to, but I got to see a little bit more of it. And it was Disney's Tomorrowland from director Brad Bird.
1: Oh, I lied. I did see that because people were like, <laughs> what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Brad Bird's new movie. And they're like, what? The guy that did you know, Incredibles and also uh, Mission Impossible uh, Ghost Protocol. And they're like, Ghost Protocol what? was pretty good. I'm like, yeah, this, this, this is his next movie. <laughs> this is his next Disney venture. Yeah, and I didn't mention I'll, it was Disney And then they saw it and they're like what like, Yeah he also did Incredibles
0: A lot more uh, Craziness Appearing besides a girl touching a pin In a uh, Cornfield somewhere Like the premise of the trailer Is still the same George Clooney talking to someone about shit <laughs> But But this sells it a lot more Imagine a and world where could, you can Create anything but we had that in the first trailer. A
1: word of pure imagination. I,
0: I don't know, like. <laughs> I really hope George
1: Clooney's like a Willy
0: Wonka type <laughs> character. I think so. I this this movie looks amazing, and I want them like to those, get in, those, in a those, really
1: v- creepy boat.
0: Those little <laughs> <laughs> those little pieces of the city or Tomorrowland that we see in there, it looks awesome. I, I'm looking forward to this probably more than any other movie besides, like, Avengers. I was really
1: looking forward to this movie until we started talking about uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and now I'm like, I want to watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory.
0: But was Not there Charlie in the Chocolate showed?
1: Factory, because that's bullshit. Don't like it.
0: Was there a teaser that they showed during the Super Bowl or before the Super Bowl that struck you, though?
1: Uh, I actually really enjoyed the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because it's like, of course you did, Paul. It's the Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, that was some. Uh, uh, what was S- the. Sci fi looking thing. Some sci fi looking thing, and it also reminded me of the. Uh, not Inception. What was the movie that just came out that. Oh, Inception Interstellar. It, Interstellar, because it's cornfields and the guy talking about, like. Yeah, just a weird over. Over. Th- about Discovery, not being pioneers but Discovery.
0: <laughs> I, I was very excited to see this trailer because it kind of, it popped up online out of nowhere. Like It had been talked about a little bit, but then like one day it was just like, hey, here's the trailer for Fantastic well, Four. Even
1: and, uh, even we on the podcast were saying, well, we've heard nothing about this movie. There's like the, no. The, the rumors that we had heard made us all cringe. And now yeah. we like, they're not saying anything. We haven't had a trailer. And I was being like, guys but you know it's not you know it's not weird that there's no trailer yet it's it's still far enough a way out and then the very next week we get the trailer and it yeah is, it's good that we got it uh it Guess actually what? makes me more interested in seeing this movie and thinking it a little less like a train wreck mm-hmm. i like some of the things that we well there's like, definitely a wreck in it <laughs> yes we know that uh but it's definitely not a train uh, it's just, it's definitely something that I'd be
0: more willing to see. I would agree with you because it's the look of the movie is awesome. Like the aesthetics of it are fantastic. But the trailer itself was just very generic.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely It's very
0: like Dark Knight, Interstellar very Man of Steel, Interstellar, like any big like Christopher Nolan movie over the past five years that you've seen the trailer for it -hmm. it fits into that mold and that was just it that kind of like turned me off a little bit more but it looks cool not not in that like oh yeah the plot the plot seems like it's gonna be there the actual look of the movie I kind of like that grainy Mm sci-fi that Josh Trank's bringing to it um
1: I definitely like how sci fi <laughs> it looks. I like the little glimpses of Thing we got. And he looks like he's just a pile of rubble that's just moving. Like, because he's moving out of a pile of rubble the first yeah, time he's... we get in. And then everything else we see of him is silhouette, so... Yeah, it's or just, bit, just the back of him. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, it it's won me over a little bit. But I'm still not sold on the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. John, what is the movie that year? You you, you saw the trailer for either. You um, guys sprung this right before we started recording. I haven't watched any. I've seen this. I've seen the Fantastic Four. I saw that a new Jurassic Park one dropped, but I did you watch that one? I didn't watch it yet. Oh, so I didn't watch any.
0: That's the trailer that made you are
1: the left shark of this halftime show. I'm slapping myself in the face right now. (laughs)
0: That's that's in the trailer that made me be like, okay, Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones. Could work. I could see that. That makes sense. Because he's almost like dinosaur whisperer in it. He he's not like that crazy hunter that you had in the mm-hmm. first movie. He's the guy that's like actually working in the parks oh, with yeah. the dinosaurs.
1: And and will ride a motorcycle with the oversized Velociraptors.
0: Yeah, he's like hunting in the pack with them. And They're it's cool. Big.
2: They're supposed uh, to be the size of what? Turkeys or the chickens? The size
0: of a turkey. Yeah. yeah.
2: Everyone knows that.
0: Everybody knows that. You can punt them. Hmm. I, I like the Jurassic World trailer was one that I was like, wow, okay, like this is a movie I already wanted to see based off the first trailer we mm-hmm. have, but seeing a little bit more of it just really sold it to me. Nice. Uh and the other big trailer would be the Fast and the Furious seven one. Ooh. Which has Vin Diesel driving cars through buildings to buildings. So Yeah, yeah. Over it, the building, and then the getting and hit Furious. by a
1: rocket launcher to make sure it can get over to the other building. And I'm assuming it's in Dubai, because, you know, that's where... Where <laughs> so buildings yeah. like that. All I know is when this comes out, I'm going to have a really good drinking game, because Jason Statham's in it. <laughs> oh. So there's going to be
0: gunfight. Oh, I will need to be there for it. There's going
1: to be kicking... <laughs> There's gonna be douchebaggery, and <laughs> all of those things you get to take a drink. Wow. Yep. Did, Did I say he... guns?
0: Yes. Did gun. I say kicking? Yes.
1: And but also, it's, also it's only the, the
0: first time you see a gun.
1: Oh yeah, it's so, not. It's, if a... if it's the same guy has the same gun, you don't keep taking a drink. It's the, anytime yep. there's a gun on, uh, first time there's a gun on screen. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like that needed to be stated because otherwise you'd be... We would
1: be it. liable for a multitude of deaths. And it's it's only... It's More like, than that nationwide commercial because... Jeepers. But J- Jason Statham also does a lot of kicking. You guys don't know that nationwide commercial that they played? I didn't, watch, Super any, Bowl? I didn't watch any no. of the Super Bowl stuff. I, only I, I heard TV that it made Harry. people
0: cry and I was like, oh. I don't care.
1: Okay, well... Uh, <laughs> If you didn't Sorry. care, I'm not going to talk about it more, because you well, don't care.
0: Talking about kicking, why don't we kick off the second half... Hey. With
1: our next beer? ...of the Super.
0: Oh, I got a. Yeah, I we have a, a touchback. Uh
1: oh, touchback. Now we got to go to commercial break, where we talk about more beer. Hey, that's a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Paul, this is your beer. You brought this to the table. Uh, yeah. What are we drinking? This is uh, Norwal from Sarah, Nevada. And I wasn't a big fan... I didn't think the uh, Norwal last year... I. We had it and I'm like you know what this is I'm like oh this is a stout Sierra Nevada that punch you in the mouth with their hops like this is going to be this this is going to be a really strong stout and I was kind of let down I'm like uh you know what it's a, it's a good stout but it's not that full smoky deep rich dark flavor that I was really hoping for and then uh, I saw this on the shelf at a local uh, shop a barrel aged Imperial stout aged Narwhal. in kentucky bourbon
0: so Yo. i'm like
1: what a bourbon barrel aged stout of course i gotta pick it up uh i was really hoping that it would you know that lighter stout flavor would kick up the bourbon and this is again just muted everything i it's, think how does Sierra nevada hop the hell out of everything and then just <laughs> when it, they go to dark beers they're like uh, guys uh maybe we should turn it down uh, Does, what I think is really funny is they have a new IPA that they've turn, turn, taken like turn, turn the down. oil essence of hops uh-huh. and added it to the beer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So it's like yeah, we even even more with hops. Like we <laughs> boiled it down to an essence and then stuck that in every bottle. Um, I think what this bottle needs is a year in the cellar. I think we would. And I, I think it would become a ghost. I, I don't. I don't see. Think I think it could this laugh. is pretty. It doesn't have a lot of big deep character. But I think that's only because we had two perfectly crafted beers mm-hmm. that aged amazingly well and were so there was no carbonation to those. Mm-hmm. This beer has carbonation and it threw me off because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Right. And the the flavors are there, but I think my tongue is so used to those flavors that we mm-hmm. just had that it's muted this. Mm. I think this beer could be good. But I think I think just the beer itself needs about a a year year and a half in our cellar. All right. Well, I'm gonna go back shopping because this is this is the time of year that I need to stock up on imperial stouts because I love them so much. And it's got, so, I mean, it's tw- it, you it's, also
0: have enough time to let them sit and age in the cellar yeah. before you drink them. It's twelve. Exactly.
1: It's twelve point two percent. Um, but there is um, there isn't a lot to the spear, but I mm-hmm. think it's just because our palates have been so exploded upon with the year old Goose great Island beautiful things the KBS, have, been and lovely. then this is just not nearly as good mm-hmm. and it's not the same one this character no, it's cool. this is the barrel aged Norwal double imperial stout this is, uh, you know you've had some really great steaks you've cooked them on the grill yourself these are perfect, and then you go to Outback and you're like, oh
0: Oh, I'll take that sirloin. It's, it's, it's not a ribbon. But but at least you got a Bloomin' Onion with it.
1: Yeah, I do really enjoy the Bloomin' Onion. And it's
0: free.
2: That's a never, Texas.
1: Never pay for a oh, Bloomin' Onion. Never. Never pay for a Bloomin' Onion. Uh, what do you think, Caitlin?
2: I like the other two better. Mm-hmm. It's a little too much on the tongue now. The last one I like the best.
1: You can definitely feel the alcohol in this. Mm. But I think our tongues have just been... Blown out by the other two beers. Chris, what are you drinking?
0: Um, I'm drinking a beer that I have never heard of before. Like Always a good
1: week. sign. Beautiful.
0: Um, it was when I went to the store around the corner from my apartment, and I bought all of those like, wheat wines and ciders. And they had a huge display of black cans And I looked over it and I was like, what's the deal with that? And it was. Nicki Minaj came out and told you what was the deal with all those black cans. No, because this is Lion Stout. And this is brewed by (laughs) the Lion Brewery of Sri Lanka. This is a stout that is 8.8%. It comes in a four pack of cans. And it was $4.
1: That's insane. Is it good?
0: It's it's pretty decent. And when like I first had this and I was rating it on Untapped, Lexi was kind of confused about why I was putting it at, like a three point five. And I had to explain the well, it's a good beer and it's only four dollars, versus the, it's a good beer and it's twelve dollars for a bomber bottle.
1: Yeah, or it's this, nine dollars for a four pack
0: exactly like this is really drinkable it's got a nice little sweetness on it like it's a really nice deep malt it'll get you fucked up because it's 8.8 percent. i actually used this to bake fish in the other night for dinner um i i really like it because in the back of my mind i'm constantly like i only paid four dollars for like four gigantic cans of it
1: yeah of almost 10 percent beer
0: so, this is definitely one of those cases of the fact where it's a great price for an okay beer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if I had picked this up and it was 10 for the four-pack, I probably would have been like, eh, you know what, it's it's drinkable, I wouldn't buy it again.
1: It's your... Uh, it's it's mm, the, white IPA. Yeah. Where well, it's... it's It was good because it was white. It was really good. Yeah, white. It was actually like really really good good for six ninety nine.
0: Yeah, this is good in the fact that like yeah, you know what I I would have another one. Wait, it's only a dollar for like this gigantic can because the cans are the size of like a Boddington's.
1: Ooh, Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's a good. That's sixteen ounces. Or 14.9, or
0: whatever it is. Ah, let, me get the, let me get the can back. But yeah, they're big cans. <laughs> uh, a dollar a pop. Don't hate it. Yeah. Lion stout. Lion stout. And when I was asking the guy behind the counter bot, he was like, oh yeah, um, some distributor in the, the state brought in like a bunch of them. It's really cheap. <laughs> and I am like, I'll take it yes i'm spending fifty dollars on meads and ciders give me the four dollar <laughs> the four dollar crap stout too yeah of course you know everyone's You're, whatever you, credibility you i would have earned at that place threw it out the window no
1: no because i do the same thing all the time like at the grocery store i'm buying all this fancy food and then i'm in line and i'm like 89 cents for a milky way i gotta get a milky way it's delicious.
2: And sometimes you're surprised.
1: I'm never surprised by a Milky Way. They're delicious all the time. I do enjoy no. a Milky Way every now and then. John, you weren't on the microphone, but shut your face anyway, sir. <laughs> Milky <laughs> Ways is, are delicious. They're they're better than Three Musketeers. Because they got caramel. But they're still not great. Oh, they're, one of my fa- they're my favorite candy bar. Really? Yeah. I
2: thought Kit Kats were.
1: I like Kit Kats. I like Kit Kats when I get coffee in them and eat them that way. You get coffee in them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, them I bite off I bite off both ends of the chocolate and then I use it as a straw in my coffee and then as soon as I get any coffee from at you know as I suck it down, uh, I pop the whole thing in my mouth because otherwise the uh, Kit Kat will just completely fall apart. Mm, sounds good. It's really good. I love Kit Kats. I like Snickers and Twix. I don't I like Snickers. Snickers are okay, but I don't like the that hard nougat. That's in them. I don't like them. Too tough. I don't like when you, you, you freeze them too much and then you oh, break Oh, I hard. love
0: them when they're frozen. <laughs> I, I like to have to work for my candy. <laughs> all right. And those sponsorships. With all yeah, our... You're welcome, everybody we just talked about.
1: Yep. Uh, let's talk about uh, the people that uh, bring the creators in to write these books. Let's talk about the comic book characters, which. The comic book characters that we think had the better year, either over Marvel or DC. And I started off last time. Uh, Chris started off the first quarter. So, John, go ahead and start this quarter. Uh, I think, hands down, Batman and the yeah. Batman family. Uh, one, just Scott Snyder's Batman. Batman Eternal. The you. Two, Scott Snyder's Batman Eternal. Uh, it's like you're a <laughs> Patriots fan right now. I know. It's like... Oh, uh, Guys, were, I can't even do a boss. accent. A I don't year, know why I tried. It's a weekly comic book, a year-long weekly comic book that has delivered every single every single week. <laughs> you know, I, I have not felt like, oh, man, I sh- think I might drop off this book. It's, no, I can't wait for next week to get this next book. <laughs> then Gotham by Midnight, I still have been reading Arkham Manor. I'm still enjoying it. And I'm reading Grayson. Like those are all uh, five five Batman books. That's basically all I'm buying from DC right now until Convergence, mm-hmm. which I'll probably be picking up a lot of those because I'm interested in those characters that I'm missing. That is fifteen bucks a month. That is more than an MMO subscription. Yeah, and I I have all on Batman. I have no problem with that, but mm-hmm. for that fact alone, uh. Batman DC has got me because of those Batman books. Alright, Chris? Uh, is this...
0: Sorry, is this characters or creators?
1: This is, this is characters.
0: Okay, what characters
1: like, had the bigger year? Either, you know, is it a character... Is it one character that it was so lopsided like John just did that wins it all straight out? Or was, were there a multitude of characters that came on the scene that you weren't expecting, because that's how I looked at it. And yeah. uh, I'm going to talk about that when it's my turn, but, Chris, it is your turn.
0: Well, I'm I'm probably going to wind up agreeing with you, Paul. Okay. Do you want me to go because, first? Because, well, yeah. I'll start it off, and then I, you can jump in, and we can share the spotlight. Oh, so
1: you're going to be the quarterback, and I'll be the Marshawn Lynch to your Russell Wilson. Beast mode! Yeah.
0: That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I know that because I'm from Buffalo. Um
1: I'm only Honestly, here so I, I don't the, get
0: fined. Oh, sorry, what?
1: I'm only here so I don't get fined.
0: Hey. That's another That's thing. The thing. <laughs> she grab his nuts right now. Yep. Um, for me, like when it comes down to characters, I got to give it over to Marvel because they were the publisher that had a little bit more going for them. Like I said before, it's the year of the Ant-Man. I'm well, digging Ant Man.
1: 2015 is the year of Ant Man. Or are you saying both years, I think, are the year of Ant Man? What? Well,
0: okay. So 2015 might be the year of Ant Man. But as a.
1: It as got the ball rolling in right 2014.
0: Like, Alright, so even knocking Ant Man out of it, Iron Fist, Miss Marvel, getting me back into Spider Man, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, continuously being good. Like, for the two issues we got like past year. DC is the company that I will continue to buy because of the characters I like. Marvel is the company that makes me pick up the books because it's a character that I'm interested in and that I'm surprised by. And Paul, I'm guessing you probably feel the same way.
1: I, I do, and uh, I'm going to end the conversation right here with just saying "Miss Marvel. Yeah. Introduced this character in 2014. Uh, a adorable, lovable. It gives us that feeling of Spider-Man. When Spider-Man first came out, I wasn't around, but this is the character that Marvel excels at giving us. It's the person that suddenly is thrust into having these powers and then has to learn how to deal with them in a very responsible way and deal with not just the powers, but her family's reaction or keeping it from her family uh you know having these powers you know and, and Camila is a great character she she's amazing
0: it also should, bonus points this wasn't something we talked about in um, the week in geek but did you see where buses were being like graffitied with miss marvel no okay um john did you see it no i didn't Right, this was somewhere like on the West Coast. I don't know if it was like in Portland or San Francisco. One of like the more West Coast cities, a uh, politician had taken out advertising on the side of buses where she was trying to shut down like Islamic centers because they support like terrorism and hatred. And people were actually going around graffitiing the sides of buses with images of Miss Marvel aka Kamala Khan with like pro like stop hatred messages.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're using her as like the like the poster child almost. Literally. Like, no, like don't hate people because mm-hmm. of who they are. Right. And I, I think that's awesome. And this is a like brand new character. It's not like people are using Spider Man mm-hmm. or Iron Man to say like, no, stop stop hatred. It's a teenage girl that just popped up Within the past year, who's an Inhuman? Like, uh, I'll I'll put up an, a link on the show notes or around the Facebook mm-hmm. about this to the story because I thought it was something that was really cool and not really something that we would talk about because we were more like comic books yeah. and
1: yeah, uh, like
0: TV based. But yeah, like awesome.
1: Yeah, Caitlin looked it up and um, it's you know a picture of her with then over what they had written it says like free speech isn't a license to spread hate. Stop the hate. Which the stop the hate is part of their ad, but then it says like stomp, stamp out racism. Stop the hate. Um calling all bigotry, bigotry. Bust what? Bigotry. Bigotry. Busters. Stop the hate. Hmm. You know, so it's definitely they're spreading that anti anti racism you know it, and it's it's very it's very great that there's a character that they can do this mm-hmm. with and it has been a great series and definitely bringing the continuously bringing in these smaller these smaller characters to make them that make them big or these characters that used to have the limelight and used to be bigger for them like Hawkeye and then Strip them down and make, and just give us a really cool personal stories with, or larger life character, larger than life characters like She-Hulk, and then give us these yeah, fun. Yeah, but, but Zany, She-Hulk, they've been doing that. Yeah, they've for, been doing that for that she's years. She's been a joke, com a humor kind of yeah. comic for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, years, but I mean, but. which since it came out today, did anyone else read Hawkeye yet? I have not. Oh,
1: I want to, especially now.
0: It's with it's, your. Oh, it's such a Hawkeye book. Uh,
1: all right, you know, it's such a Hawkeye book probably because of the writers and artists that are on that book. So final quarter, let's uh, go to the scoreboard real quick. Marvel with two quarters one, and DC with one quarter one. So uh, here it is. If DC doesn't pull it out here, it's going to be another Marvel Super Bowl. They're, you know, it's like they're down down 10 points going into the fourth. The largest deficit in Super Bowl history for anybody to come back from. You mispronounced Super Bowl. I? <laughs> I, I
0: don't, I don't know if we've ever anymore. discussed what happens in a tie.
1: We have, to find, we have to find a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, we say which one tastes better. <laughs> mm, I ate them both. They eat. I can't tell. Kind of like paper? Mm.
2: I a little mean, inky?
1: The on this one kind of tastes actually, like strawberries. now it's all... Yeah, this one seemed more zeros heavy and not as much one heavy. Mm. Yeah. Um,
0: I, This is where it gets actually really hard for me.
1: Because Scott Snyder does such a great job for DC. Oh, he's killing it. But then you got Jason Aaron over at Marvel. You got... Wait, who's starting this? Chris, you're starting this. This is, you know, the Super Bowl is your baby. You you came up with these quarters, so uh, cool.
0: I, I really thought it was a
1: Paula baby. No, but yeah. I, I, if I it will... was, Chris had the idea and then let you spitball
0: it all out and figure it out. <laughs> no,
1: he's <laughs> the one that came up with the quarters, I believe, originally.
0: I, it was years ago now. I know. Six. hard to remember. this. This might be
1: our fifth or sixth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably our. Our fifth fifth or yeah fifth or, th- fifth or sixth, I remember doing this with Scott, mm-hmm. so that was yeah. the first year we did it, so uh so,
0: wow, it's like I said, this is a really hard pick for me because a lot of the books that I read are from consistent creative teams, like yeah, you know what I'm always going to be picking up Batman. It just helps that it's being written by Scott Snyder, mm-hmm. but then over on the Marvel side is. I'm picking up Hawkeye because it's being written uh, by Matt Fraction,
1: and the the art by David Aja.
0: Yeah, it, it's a it's a beautiful book, and the books that I pick up over at DC are more because of the character, mm-hmm. and over at Marvel, it's more because of who's writing it and what they're doing with it. Um, Dan Slott's been writing Spider-Man for years now but now I'm I'm picking up Spider-Man again with Amazing Spider-Man and it's because it's a solid book and nothing against the times that I wasn't reading it but for the past couple years when I've picked up Amazing Spider-Man I've really enjoyed it there's been Green Lantern books that I've been reading that I was like eh it's okay, I'm not going to continue to read it. I don't even remember who was writing those books. For creators, I might have to give it over to Marvel because they put creative teams on books that I wouldn't normally care about, but that creative team is able to sell that book to me. And I think Miss Marvel's a great example of that because Miss Marvel's not a book that I normally would have picked up. I've never bought a Miss Marvel or a Captain Marvel book before. But as soon as I saw that you have um Adrian Alfalona on art, you caught my attention because I'm a runaways fan, ride or die. Like you got me on that. And it's a solid book. And it's not because of like the title on the cover it's because of who you actually have on that book so i'm gonna give it to marvel i feel like i talked a lot right there
1: uh no i i feel like like oh i hate to agree but it 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 is tough and you look at these books like ray fox you mm-hmm. know come, came in what like a year and a half ago and he's been doing a great job um you know Jeff Lemire doing a great job, but he's leaving. From but just say 2014. Marvel. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's it's tough because there's so many more Marvel books right now that have caught my eye, mm-hmm. and like Nathan uh, Edmondson over on the Punisher and uh, Scarlet Spider, not Scarlet Spider, Black Widow, <laughs> Scarlet Hair.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, that is also a Marvel book.
1: That's um, out. The Spider-Man, everything with the Spider-Man stuff, Matt Fraction, Hawkeye, you know, all these books, like, they've, I think that they're, Marvel's gotten so big mm-hmm. that they can just say, no, let's do these kind of like underground mm-hmm. kind of books, and we're going to get a lot of credit for them, because... They are. They're getting a lot of credit from us being a a comic book company that up until like – or a comic book podcast that up until like two years ago, we had almost sworn off Marvel. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the – that's a blessing and that's the lessons learned uh, that I think Marvel relearned because what happened after the 90s bust that made Marvel – that grew Marvel back is they're like, oh, what have we been doing we, we got these big named artists and they're doing these big books and they're not really storytellers. Let's go and get the indie creators and bring them in and do our Marvel books. And I think they just redid that again just now. They saw that, you know, we, what, 2012 and 2011 were down years for comic books. And what they went and did in 2013, 2014 is went out and got new blood and just decided to let. Creators write the books they want to write.
0: No, see, and that's what now. They now do. I'm sc- I'm scrolling through my Comicsology, just like looking at the books that I read, mm-hmm. and it's it's so fifty fifty. But the books that I'm like, man, I can't wait, for, like Batgirl by Brendan Fletcher and Cameron Stewart with Babs Tower and art. Like,
1: I think DC's not, learning this lesson now with doing they with are. those
0: Bat Family
1: the. Gotham Academy with Batgirl. I think next year, I'm going, there's going to be a much stronger argument for DC to win this with the characters that they are creating now, especially yeah. once they let the editorial reigns go from the new 52 and just let Convergence happen and just let... Let these guys the, do what they want to do. Exactly. Because that's and, when these characters shine is when they give the creators free range to tell these mm-hmm. stories not confine them to this box that you have to write this character but you got to keep it in this box and make sure that he's wearing the proper costume that jim lee designed that nobody else had to yeah. say in because yeah. it's a crappy design and i mean and we just jim lee's a great artist i'm not saying that it's just some of the designs were he, crap and look at Destro he's a bit overrated these days uh but, I mean, if you think about it, what our favorite one of our favorite books right now is a book that was a completely silent book of a dog walking around a building. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like you did a whole book where it touched – you were like it was the great. it was like one of the greatest books they did. And I love yeah. the series.
0: Well, even like just like three months ago, four months ago maybe, when they had like the sign language issue. Yeah. I, I didn't understand like – Exactly what was going on, but that sold it to me yeah it well, was it I don't, was I don't know a, sign language
1: a great it was a great series for a superhero that's never in his costume in it
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you know I think it's just the, a it's a dude living in a tenement building
1: it's a dude living in between his being a superhero mm-hmm. and it's it's great it's 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 moving. When that dude gets shot on the roof, I was like, it ruined my birthday. Because I read that trade that day, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You end it with that? I was so upset. I
0: had to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> mm. let's, let's not lie. You were going to be doing that anyway. Yeah, and
1: let's Damn. not end this episode with us bringing it down like that, John. Come on. Come on, let's Super Bowl it. It's Super Bowl. Let's well, let's. You know, it's not a bad play to end the game. It's it's. Let's celebrate Marvel winning.
0: Yeah, and that, not say that DC it's another
1: Marvel win. But I think DC was really close. Yeah, to um, getting the creators and the characters. You know, it's just. I think they they started laying the groundwork here, but it. I think it. some sense of it is they're focusing too heavy on just two characters, and that's Batman and then they're the Green Lantern characters. Like mm-hmm. Those are the ones that had the big story arcs. Superman, you know, they thought they had this big creative team with <laughs> Jeff Johns and that guy that draws really bad. John Romita. John Romita, thank you. Uh. And... To me, like, the big news out of that is, like, oh, we're giving him a new power. Why does Superman need another fucking power?
0: I I think what happens, and this is something I was actually considering going into, like, um, the actual character talk, is we we gave it to DC a couple years ago because they completely relaunched their characters and made everything pretty fresh. And they like to say, like, hey, here's, you know, Deathstroke, number one. Here's Harley Quinn, number one. Here's Lobo, number one. They come out with those books to showcase a character.
1: But Harley Quinn, I still can't believe Harley Quinn is a top ten book, like, monthly. It is. If there's one shining character that came out of nowhere for DC, it's Harley. Well, Harley Quinn's always been exciting. (laughs) Uh Stop looking at my girlfriend's
2: <laughs> I am <laughs> that she has that's, boobs, and that's
1: why. No, I think it's more actually female writers that are reading and enjoying the Harley Quinn series.
0: But that's the thing, like, they'll come out and say, like, hey, check out this book, and it's mm-hmm. them trying to showcase a character, and then it just doesn't work, and it falls away. And then you have Marvel saying, like, hey, here's this character that's never had a solo title, or
2: mm-hmm.
0: here's this character that last time they had their own book was... Twelve years ago, but they put some like some creative team on that book that just knocks it out of the park.
1: And I think I think that's like I think Harley Quinn got the Marvel treatment with giving it kind of its own reign to be what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. And I'd really like to see that. Like I'd like to see a Hawkeye version of the Flash. I think that would be a great book. I think they're going to get there. I think this year we're going to start seeing that happen more. Because I, I just Green I, Arrow, I, they was, it was they, they own did own they did do a world. good job with Green Arrow, but now with Jeff Lemire kind of having that pull to say this mm-hmm. is what I'm going to write, this is what we're, you're going to have mm-hmm. to deal with. They've gone back to that cheesecake comic mm-hmm. booky Green Lanterns or Green Arrow story that we were getting before. Jeff Lemire came on. Jeff Lemire came on, and I tried well, I, picking up another I, from issue. J.T. Kroll.
0: No. I think if anything, you're going to have. Well, J.T. Kroll was the guy that before. No. I think if anything, you're going to see what they have happening over in the Batman family kind of take precedence because you have books like Arkham Manor, Gotham Academy,
1: Claren the Witch Boy. Uh. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that one counts.
0: It yeah, well, it's them trying something different, though.
1: Well, they had. Well, I was, I was laughing because we read, Gotham Academy, Clarin, Supergirl, and they all ended up just being like, "Oh, now we're in school. Now we're in the, the DC version of Hogwarts." You know, I, I don't know. like I've, what?
0: I've been buying Supergirl, and it's been pretty decent. <laughs> okay. Like since we did that one issue for the look back, like I've been picking it up and I actually kinda like it.
1: Good. Uh we're two hours in. So hey. let's wrap it up because
0: I like sleeping.
1: Hmm. I like to That's sleep. Okay.
0: And Paula, you also like when people rate and review us over on iTunes. You know what?
1: If people are rated and review us, I would stay up all night just reading those rating and reviews all over the time. All over the time. All over the time is code for Paul masturbating. <laughs> no. Oh. Code for Paul can no longer form sentences because he has <laughs> drank too many heavy beers and stayed up way too late. Yes.
0: Yeah. bourbon beard
1: up. Uh, and like I
0: said earlier,
1: send us a request for a valentine. We'd love to give you some BD. <laughs> That's <John's. laughs> Uh, quote for masturbating. I don't
0: know. It's venereal disease.
1: Oh. Is it? VD? Oh, I don't know. Yes, I've never what had what one. <laughs> yeah.
0: But do that. Or a
1: Valentine's Day card. So
0: make sure you check us out. Follow us over on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, more than anything, make sure you check us out over at beggingboard.com. We have a bunch of new articles coming out from contributors, which I'm very excited for because I'm all about that content, and I'm all about you clicking on the links that we have on the top of the page for Amazon or Superhero Den because we get money from that.
1: Money that you don't even need to give to us. It just comes through these companies that have all the money anyways.
0: Yeah, the stuff you were going to buy? Hey, We get uh, 10% of that. Yeah,
1: Jeff Bezos doesn't care.
0: That helps us. Yeah. That helps us buy beer and comic books.
1: And we do need help buying beer and comic books. Enable us, listeners, into our horrible life decisions. (laughs) Wonderful life decisions.
0: It's 50-50.